Welcome back to the podcast. This week we are continuing with our fourth episode in the five episode mini series on whether or not you are ready to launch in Q1 of 2021. This mini series is more or less a series of mileposts, if you will, along your launch journey that you really need to take into consideration so that you create a launch that is lush and fulfilling and joyful and graceful instead of a launch that depletes you, burns you out, leaves you frustrated, confused, stressed out, and all the things that we don't want launching to be. So this week we are talking about the fourth factor, having a strategic plan. Let's dive into this. Welcome to Launching and Learning with me, the launch copy coach, Chelsea Wallace. This is the podcast where we answer the question, what does it really take to launch an offer online? high-ticket coaching programs, six-figure launches, ebooks, courses, digital products. We're here for all of it. All the things that come up when coaches, consultants, and service providers launch online. Let's dive in. All right, so having a strategic plan can really turn your launch into a lush and fulfilling experience or a depleting and stressful and frustrating experience. And that usually can play out in a few different ways. And so on this episode of this mini series, I wanted to discuss how having a strategic plan or not having one (laughs) can typically play out in our launches, what it typically looks like. And how we can begin to shift and begin to think about, okay, how do I make, how do I use this factor to my advantage to create the kind of lush and fulfilling launch that I want? All right. So how does having a strategic plan or not having a strategic plan typically play out in our launches? Well, one is not having a plan at all, which I know maybe... 50% of you listening to this have launched before in this way (laughs) or more, maybe like more like 90% of us because I've also launched in this way, right? Not having a plan at all, just creating something, being super excited about it and thinking to ourselves, oh my gosh, this thing is going to help so many people. It's so amazing. And we just announce it. (laughs) We just share it on social media and are like, hey guys, this new thing, announcing, introducing, excitement, excitement, emojis, emojis. (laughs) And that's it. That's the launch. There is no really clear um, list of actions to be taken. There is, there are no goals. There are no projections. There are no metrics to track. It's just an announcement. (laughs) and that's one way that things can play out and typically what happens with such an announcement is that we hope and expect that the announcement will be enough right we hope and expect that it will be seen by all our followers They'll get just as excited about this as we are and they'll go to the link in our bio or click on the link in the caption and they'll purchase and they'll buy and it will be amazing. Now, obviously, it doesn't usually work out that way. 
<laughs> because as we discussed in the first episode of this mini series when we were talking about hot demand and we were talking about offer validation and community validation if you build it it doesn't automatically mean that they will come right and so just the announcement is one not enough for them to see it because there's so many things in life and in the digital realm that are already com- competing for their attention i mean they're on kindle they're on netflix they're on amazon they're like watching all kinds of things and reading all kinds of things they're scrolling through instagram you are not the only person that they are paying attention to and so because of that you are competing for their attention in many ways and uh, I know we don't often like to think about it like this, but the fact of the matter is because people have so many things going on digitally as well as in life, right? Because they have their careers, they have bills, they have family, they have kids, they have partners, they have so many other like real life obligations along with digital interests. This makes it difficult for us as business owners to just make an announcement and people to see it. Right. Because just because I announced something doesn't mean that you will see it. Who knows when you're listening to this podcast episode and I'm recording it in the last week of 2020. This podcast episode could be around for a while and you might be listening to it three years down the line. Right. And that's when I've captured your attention It's three years from now. And you might have even known about the podcast this entire time, but decided not to listen to it because well, you didn't even decide not to listen to it. You just, you had other things to do, <laughs> right? And so this, this kind of faulty thing of like just the announcement really sets us up for dashed hopes, loss of confidence, and really like the, 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 the sinking feeling of Oh my goodness, I was so excited. I really believed in this offer. I loved this offer so much. And yet nobody seems to want it. That that rejection, and for some of us, that triggers shame. Because at, speaking for myself here, I have walked around with a fear of rejection all my life. <laughs> and quite frankly, it's been one of my core motivating things. It's severely affected the way that I've done relationships and and really perceived the world. And that's something that I'm personally working on healing. And because of that, it's really easy for things to trigger rejection in me and therefore trigger the shame of not being wanted. And so what that turns into is a whole spiral of depletion, disappointment, shame, um, lack of belonging, lack of affirmation, lack of validation, which chips away at, unfortunately, because it really, I mean, I don't want to say it really, quote unquote, shouldn't be this way. But unfortunately for us as entrepreneurs, so much of our self-worth is tied to our offers and our products. And side note for another episode, I think that's something we should talk about. But the fact of the matter is so much of our self-worth and so much of our, um, the way we see ourselves and our, or the way we see our creativity is tied to our 
business and our offers and what we put out. And so what can end up happening is when all these things are triggered and we start to spiral, it chips away at our self-worth and we can't show up in the same kind of confidence and excitement and grounded assurance as we would before this kind of triggering spiral, right? So that kind of just announcement (laughs) really sets us up for a trigger and a spiral that is utterly depleting, not just of our energy, but depleting in terms of the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see our work in the world, which in so many ways is at its core the worthiness that we perceive ourselves as having. And so that is a very severe kind of extreme of how having a strategic plan, in this case, not having one at all, can play out. The other end of that spectrum is that we can have a very overcomplicated strategic plan, meaning we have created a launch funnel that is glorious in all of its moving pieces, (laughs) in the most like machine oriented way possible. And I say machine oriented because if you think of all the gears and cogs and wheels working together in a, in a machine, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a truly magnificent work of art <laughs> and science and engineering. And we have built out a launch funnel that is just like that. But guess what? We are only one person. <laughs> and Like we were talking about in the previous extreme, we have other things. We have clients. We have kids. We have bills. We have partners. We have other obligations in life. Furthermore, we have digital things and digital obligations to deal with. We have emails to check. We have social media posts to write. We have emails to write. We have payroll to do or Maybe not payroll because maybe you're a solopreneur. Maybe you have contractors to pay. And if you don't have that, you have your finances to look at every month, right? Like there's, there's a whole, and maybe you have a course that you're doing or you're a part of a mastermind. And so you have a couple different calls every week. Like there's a whole slew of things on our plate. And on top of that, and I shouldn't even say plate because it's not just a plate. It's like a whole table, right? The table is full of stuff. And on top of that really crowded full table, we drop this heavy duty, complicated, beautiful and brilliant engineering feat of a launch funnel. Now you tell me, does that sound like it's going to turn out well? I am telling you from experience, it's not. When we have a strategic plan that is overcomplicated, it can turn into a situation where we have set ourselves up to do too much and we cannot accomplish everything that we set out to do. And so that turns into, that can easily turn into overwhelm, right? That can easily turn into depletion, frustration, um, striving and performance and pushing ourselves way, 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 way beyond our limits. 
I once had a client who, and actually, um, everything that I'm talking about here, you can learn more about in depth in my on launch masterclass. And I give this example in my masterclass and I'll tell you more about how you can get the masterclass at the end of this episode. But I give this example in my on launch masterclass. I had a client who she legit, whenever she was launching, did not leave her house for three weeks. She was lucky if she showered every day. She was lucky if she ate one meal a day. It was all takeout. And like that was when she remembered. She was at her computer all day long. Writing emails, building the funnel, writing sales pages, creating social media posts. All the things that come with a launch. Plus, oh, let's not forget, paid ads. <laughs> So creating the ad graphics, writing all the ad copy, managing the ads every single day while creating masterclass slides, recording the masterclass, setting up the evergreen side of the funnel, writing all the email reminders for the masterclass, scheduling all of those out. Like it's a whole ordeal (laughs) that she put herself through because of this overcomplicated funnel and After that, every launch, after every launch, she would get sick. Without fail, she would be sick and basically nearly like dead. (laughs) There was once she told me she got so sick. I think she said she had to be hospitalized because it was so bad. Now, that in that situation, she believed That having this funnel with all these moving parts was what she needed in order to achieve her goal, right? But she was only one person and she was not hiring help. And so, of course, she couldn't do all of those things and manage her life and manage her health and her well-being at the same time. So not only was she emotionally depleting herself, But physically, she was being depleted as well. And so, and that depletion, like, as in in this example, manifested itself in severe illness. In other examples, it could manifest itself for you in frustration and overwhelm. And that can lead to procrastination or shaming yourself to try to motivate yourself to do the thing. Like, you should be doing this. You know better. That kind of self-talk, which can spiral into a whole other situation, right? And so this kind of brilliant machine-oriented launch funnel that is so complicated in all its moving parts can be a really, really powerful strategic plan. However, if you are only one person or even two people or even three people, it's difficult for you to execute and you have to be it's not difficult it comes at a cost is actually the right way of putting it it comes at a cost for you to execute this kind of funnel and so what you have to come to terms with is uh, sitting somewhere comfortably in the middle for you for you personally right Now, the middle for you might actually be not that complicated, 
but maybe like a step down from that. So maybe you have somebody that you can hire to help or you are really, really good at building out funnels and you're giving yourself some time. You're really good at building out a strategic plan. You're really good at implementation and you're giving yourself the appropriate amount of time to actually implement all of these moving pieces that you want, right? Maybe the middle for you is several steps down from that complicated, machine-oriented, <laughs> strategic work of art and engineering and marketing. Maybe it's several steps down from that. Maybe you pair away several different pieces of your launch funnel and you just keep the core pieces. Maybe you pair away most of the pieces of your launch funnel and you just keep two things, like a traffic source and the offer. <laughs> Like one single traffic source. Maybe it's just Instagram stories. I have a client that I'm working with right now and she is just launching via Instagram stories. That's it, right? And so really you have to figure out where that comfortable middle point is for you. And it can't be that you just see all the experts and people at the top of our field really doing the amazing things that they're doing and you're thinking, okay, I have to like do the same thing in order to be successful. No, you can't start where they are now. They took 10 whole years or more, 15, 20 years to get to where they are now. And you're only two years in, you're only three years in, you're only four or five years in and you're still one person and you're just beginning to get a handle on your business. Like, I'm five years into my business and I'm just now getting a handle on this, right? So for me to say, I'm going to do a launch like Amy Porterfield does a launch, I would be killing myself. <laughs> I would legitimately be killing myself. And I'm speaking from experience because I've done that before. So having a strategic plan is understanding what you are personally capable of executing not going to the extreme of, oh, I'm just going to do an announcement. No, I'm going to make a plan, but I'm not going to overcomplicate the plan such that me as one person with all the demands and obligations and responsibilities that I have on my table, I'm not going to drop something overcomplicated on that. I'm going to drop something that would be simple and straightforward for me to execute within the timeline that I have. All right. So I hope this is making sense for you because and if you're not sure about what your strategic plan should entail, I would highly recommend you go back to the first few episodes of this podcast and listen to what I believe a launch is. The four, I think it was about four characteristics across four different episodes of a launch and how you can use those to implement like and actually build out a strategic plan. That's going to be really helpful for you. But I really hope this is making sense because I have seen so many of us, so many of us online entrepreneurs plan launches that didn't need to be half that complicated. And we end up shooting ourselves in the foot and really engaging that triggering, spiraling mechanism that happens in our launches and that depletes us and drains us emotionally and physically. This this factor, especially this strategic plan factor that we're talking about in this episode, especially has the potential to drain us. Not having one has the potential to drain us 
because all of the other factors drain us emotionally and internally. This factor can drain us physically, can physically leave us depleted and sick. And on top of emotional depletion, we don't want that, right? So I really hope that this is making sense for you. I really want to set you up for success with this. So when you're thinking about your strategic plan, really be clear on where is a middle ground for you, right? Where's your middle ground? Where's appropriate for you, all right? With all the demands and stuff that you have going on in your life and in your business, in your relationships, in your finances, what plan will be appropriate for you, all right? I talk a lot more about this on my on launch masterclass. I mentioned it earlier in the podcast episode. I highly encourage you to get it. It's only 10 bucks and I go in way, way deep on all of these five factors. I give you examples and I share with you how you can begin to use these examples and use these five factors to your advantage. This podcast episode is legit only like a few minutes over 20 minutes, 20 minutes they're about. These episodes have been about 20 minutes or so, half an hour. And so I can't give you as much as I would want to. And that's why I created the Unlaunch Masterclass. It's a two-hour masterclass. It's going to go through all five of these factors with examples and show you how you can flip the script on these five factors and use them to create the kind of launch that you desire. You can go to thelaunchcopycoach.com slash on launch that's u-n-l-a-u-n-c-h to get the on launch masterclass and i'll see you there in the masterclass or see you in the next episode